Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about tackling the security skills crisis in Washington, D.C. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Dan Waddell. He's Managing Director of North America with ISC Squared. Dan, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Tom. Dan, over the past five years especially, we've talked extensively about the global security skills crisis. But what do you find to be some of the unique trends unfolding now among government agencies specifically in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, we certainly have been talking about it for a while, Tom, especially if you look at our Global Information Security Workforce Study, the latest one that we released uh, back in, in 2015 that reported that the, the, the workforce gap is going to reach 1.5 million professionals by the year 2020. The, the message has been pretty loud and clear, and, and now it's, it, it, the time for action is long overdue. I, I think one of, the, one of the interesting trends that we've started to see here, particularly around the Beltway, is around the, the cloud security space. Uh, in that report, uh, cloud security was, was one of the skills uh, that was identified specifically by our federal government partners here in Washington, D.C. as as, as the, the next big skill that's really in demand. So uh, a lot of the good things that we do here at ISC Squared come as a result of that very big survey. It's 14,000 in 2015, 14,000 people that actually responded. So when we get that type of feedback and we can actually narrow it down to the Washington, D.C. sector around the Beltway, and when, when we hear the demand for these types of skills, we can actually go back and start to develop materials and programs and certifications around that. So, so again, you know, last year we did release the, the cloud uh, security uh, certification with our partners at Cloud Security Alliance. It's the CCSP. And so I, th- I think that's definitely one trend that we're seeing. And then, you know, more specifically, if you look into the agencies, I know the Department of Defense with their uh, 8570 uh, regulation, uh, which mandates professionals to actually have these types of certifications. The CISSP is probably one of the better known uh, ones that, that folks have around here. That 8570 publication is, is being updated. So the new number is 8140. And so we're, we're eagerly uh, awaiting the new matrix uh, that will actually start to align these, these skills and these certifications to job descriptions. The folks at NIST, the National uh, Institute for Standards and Technology out in Gaithersburg, have been working diligently on their uh, workforce framework, which will actually start to shape job categories and have knowledge and skills and abilities so that uh, when, when the government agencies are writing these procurements and writing these contracts, uh, industry can respond and, and be able to start uh, bringing in those folks that have the certifications, that have the skills, that can hit the ground running on day one. Dan, you talked about the workforce study, which certainly is powerful, but you also recently released your 2016 State of Cybersecurity Report. With this research, what do you find to be some of the more serious repercussions of the skills crisis? Yeah, this is the report that we released at CyberSecure.gov along with our uh, partner KPMG uh, that did the analysis on it. And so we surveyed around 50 or so of the very top-tier federal cybersecurity executives that serve either in the federal government, military, the intelligence circles, and also uh, the federal contracting. So it really was the, the, the top tier that we surveyed. And I think some of the real alarming results that we got from that survey was only 2% felt strongly that the federal government is capable of detecting ongoing cyber attacks. So 2%, that's, that's a pretty powerful number. I think it really speaks to the fact that 
The adversary moves a heck of a lot faster than the federal government. The federal government is, is known for being a, a bureaucratic organization that, that, that struggles to kind of keep with the pace. And, and so that theme certainly resonated loud and clear from, from our uh, from our survey. Uh, and also the fact that over 75% felt that the workforce gap was really affecting the ability of the cyber workforce to do their to do their job. So not, not only do we have this need to get more folks into our industry, into cybersecurity, but the folks that are already in there are just extremely taxed. They are working very hard, putting out a lot of fires. Obviously, they have the compliance piece that they have to deal with. But then when you have you know the OPM breach and, and other attacks that start seemingly happen each and every day, uh, they have a lot of fires to put out. So it's it's really uh, I think the workforce gap is is really causing the, the the folks that are in there doing the day-to-day job to really juggle a lot of different things, and it, it, it makes it very, very difficult. Dan, from your perspective, what really is the core issue? Is it a lack of personnel, a dearth of skills, or is it really both? Well, Tom, I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. So I, I think, you know, going back to our global information security workforce study in 2015, we did find that, that 60% of respondents said that they don't have enough information security personnel to meet the demands, which was a slight increase over, over the 2013 survey. And, and the fact that, in addition, it's, it's also skills. So some of the skills that, that the federal government is desperately needed for, I mentioned cloud. Uh, they also talk about the, the need to have folks that are very knowledgeable on risk and assessing risk and managing risk. If you look back at OPM, I think that was that was definitely a failure of of risk and being able to have somebody that was astute in the in the area of risk management that could that could actually figure out, hey, listen, we've got systems that have not been properly scanned, that have not been properly patched, uh, and 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 for some reason that did not filter up to the very top levels of the organization, and it was a problem that that unfortunately went on for a while, and then you know it was, it was too late. So I think risk is definitely an area. I also think uh, incident response uh, is one, and that was also a theme in our in our survey that we released in 2016. Was the fact that you know a, a lot of the federal agencies, you know, if they if and when they are attacked, they're not able to respond pretty quickly. And so you know, I think then that's a struggle too. That you know j- just the way the government has to procure products and services, that there's a it's it's not really easy to go and just pick up the phone and call call somebody and show up on day one. So we you know we got DHS and US CERT that provides that response. Certainly NSA has their tiger teams that are able to do it. I, I think we just need to do a, a little bit better job. And hopefully the new federal CISA when he or she shows up pretty soon uh, can help coordinate some of those efforts uh, kind of across the board to to help in that regard. So shifting gears a little bit, talk to me about ISC Squared's associate program and how that can help address the skills crisis we've been talking about. Yeah, I, I think it, it really can help. And, and, and for those of you that don't know about the associates program, it's a program that uh, if you do not meet the experience requirements for our certification, so for example, the CISSP requires five years of, of paid full-time experience or four years if you, if you have a degree, um, if you don't have that experience and you do happen to pass one of our exams, you you are you, you are an associate, and and I think that is a great way to kind of help bridge that gap and build that honor app because you, you know that's a great program for folks that again they may not have the experience but as long as they take the exam and pass it they're part of the family and and so in the IC squared family offers a lot of of benefits the membership aspect of it certainly being able to be part of the largest information security network across the globe. We have over 114,000 members 
worldwide. Over 15,000 of them live, work, and play here in Washington, D.C. So, you know, you, you, you're part of that network, and it's the chapters and the events and the access to the training and the, and the CPEs that really help sharpen the saw and keep those skills up to date. We do a, a lot of work, our folks down in Clearwater, to make sure that, that continuing education is a very big part of our membership, and being an associate gives you access to that. And and, and, and also, you know, when you're an associate, it, it gives the employer confidence that that person has passed a very difficult exam, and that exam is based on internationally recognized standards, and uh, they have that, that warm fuzzy, that level of confidence that the person that's walking in the door that says, hey, I'm an associate, I passed the exam, that, that employer can be able to say, you know what, this person is, has done their due diligence, I, I feel pretty confident that they can do the job. Dan, if I can follow up, please. Who can become an associate, and what are the key benefits for members? Yeah, certainly anybody can be an associate. So it's uh, that's one of the good things about the program is is the fact that uh, we we really need to to uh, make sure that that anybody can become an associate. And I think particularly here in D.C. historically we've always preached educating the cyber workforce, but we really need to educate the workforce in cyber. Uh, so there's some so some other certifications. CISSP is definitely the, the the one that's most known. But say, for example, you know, I mentioned cloud. We also have certifications uh, in forensics, in software security, in healthcare. Certainly, our SSCP, which is more geared towards the network and system administrators. So we've we've got ten different certifications, and they and anyone can be an associate uh, and be able to pass that exam. I talked a little bit about the the benefits of it, but you know, specifically, I think that the chapter program certainly is is an opportunity of tremendous promise, particularly here in the D.C. area. We've got a couple of chapters here. In fact, they were uh, recently at our CyberSecure Gov conference here at the Washington, D.C. Uh, Convention Center uh, representing the Quantico chapter, uh, the Marine Corps down there, and also our National Capital Region chapter. Uh, we've got hundreds of members uh, that meet monthly and discuss very relevant topics. So um, being part of that associates program, again, you're plugged into that network, and it's a great opportunity to learn and meet other people in the profession. So if I may, how can government agencies work with ISC Squared to be able to maximize their benefits from the associate program? Yeah, historically, ISC Squared has always had a very strong official training provider program. So we have a number of, of official training providers, such as Global Knowledge and Learning Tree, that we've been able to to help train up our, our, our government partners and their employees. Just recently, we're happy to announce that we, uh, we signed up uh, our GSA schedule, our IT70 schedule contract for the, so for those in the audience that aren't familiar with that, it's basically a contract that allows us to do business directly with the government. So we, we have government agencies today that are, that are purchasing off of that GSA schedule, uh, either vouchers for our exams or vouchers for our annual maintenance fees. So for members that are working for government agencies that want to, to purchase those vouchers in bulk, they can do that and certainly vouchers for our training. So it's, it's another advantage of helping our government agencies uh, to be able to, to meet that demand by offering those vouchers. And, and certainly, you, you know, we also have somebody, Craig, Craig Nelson, who just started here in our office. Uh, he can, he is working today with government agencies to, to customize workforce development plans for their cyber agencies. And uh, it, it's just been, it's been a, a, a tremendous benefit. And, and I think also, you know, the associate program also helps that entry level and those folks that are also looking to possibly change careers as they work towards their experience. And this really opens a wider net of professionals that the government uh, should start requiring and help uh, to uh, build their workforce capacity as, as they plan to, to augment their, their staff. 
Well, Dan, it's a little bit early to ask you about results from this collaboration, but let me ask you this. How will you measure the results? What are the metrics you're really going to be looking at? Yeah, I think, that, you know, certainly from a number perspective, that's always something that we want to look at. But I also, you know, want to make sure that, that we're having an impact on 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 these fo- on these folks, their lives and their professions. So, you know, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm actually reaching out to, to some of the, the recent associates here and also the associates that have recently graduated to becoming a full member. So they took the exam years ago. Now they they're now they're a full fledged member. I want to hear from them how the associate program has impacted them, how the associate program has impacted their agency. I really think there's some great success stories out there uh, that we can start getting the word out. I know the folks down in Clearwater are, are doing that now, and I'm, I'm, I'm helping in that effort. And certainly, you know, through our awards programs, we just had our, our Government Information Security Leadership Awards program here where we, we celebrated some fantastic folks that were also associates at, at one point in their careers uh, that are now full-fledged members. And so I think just, just from an awareness perspective, you know, hearing those success stories from those members and from those organizations to, to hear how it's made an impact on them, I think that's truly what's going to measure the value and the benefit of this program. Excellent. Dan, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thanks, Tom. The topic has been tackling the security skills crisis in Washington, D.C. I've been speaking with Dan Waddell, Managing Director, North America, with ISC Squared. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.